What is going on, you guys? Welcome to the Strong Life Podcast. I have Coach Kenny with me here today. Um, why? Well, we're going to talk about holiday hacks today, getting through the holidays. Um, actually, I don't know if you know this little fun fact, like four or five years ago, I was on our local television station as the, no, it was four years ago. And I did, I went on live on this evening show after the evening news called 207. And I did, I was the nutritional expert and I gave like my tips for healthy getting through the holidays and navigating parties and that kind of thing. So I'm highly qualified for this episode and it's my podcast. So I mean, you're, you're pretty much the basically the Kardashian yeah. of fitness. <laughs> Whoa, dude. Can we talk about for two seconds? If that woman from Australia doesn't want the chat, this is going to take about five seconds. Remember that one who said to stop chatting with you? Nobody cares. Oh yeah. I remember. Okay. This is what I think. I don't understand why we're not all looking at the Kardashians like bodies that they've manipulated mm -hmm. and asking ourselves, maybe we are, maybe everyone is. I do not understand the desire for that physique and why we have put it on this pedestal. I, I, I literally don't understand. Like, I think everybody thinks that body is jacked up and totally freaking weird because it's been altered. But why are we still like she, her butt looks like she's wearing a diaper. Like, I wouldn't even want to see what's under those clothes. Like, I think that just would be terrifying to see what she's actually created with that, like in a lab or wherever she did it. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, that sounds catty, but I don't understand. Do you? I don't know what to say. Okay. All right. I'm at a spot right now where like, I this is not going to go well either way. Okay. So All right. I'm probably already say... in trouble, but. No, I mean, I, I would say this. I mean, I, I don't get it either. But, you know, I think it's changed a lot. It has. I, I mean, a lot of things have changed recently. And, you know, I don't consider that fitness, you know. But when I start thinking about body image, you know, and people changing the way they look, you know, I think the desired physique for men and women has changed a lot since, you know, I mean, I think about my mom. I don't think she was chasing what young ladies are chasing today, you know, or I just don't think, I think it's changed a lot. It really has. I think we're much more focused on that. I, there's a little bit more narcissism in our world. I you mean, know, social media. You know. Look, I I mean, did your mom, let me ask you this. Did your mom chase a physique when she was younger? Well, my mom and her friends just, they were always like, wanted to be thin. Remember they were Dexatrim. <laughs> they want it to be thin. That's how they describe it, thin. And they are, they're all, in, and now they're in good shape. And my mother understands the importance of lifting weights and muscle and stuff like that. But you're right. I think the shape is just so interesting. I'm really not trying to be an asshole. I'm just like, I don't, I literally don't understand the appeal. On the other hand, like they're all like gorgeous. Like their faces are just I'll give them that. It's so I understand that I understand our obsession and also with the the wealth that none of us will ever know. That is yeah. a wealth beyond, you know, and then some level, even because I've obviously watched the show, they're sort of oddly down to earth. So they're like these strange 
likable with these very odd bodies that they've created in a lab with completely unattainable wealth. And yet they seem kind of <laughs> down to earth. I mean, they come across, right? Very... You know what I'm saying? Like, it's so strange. Maybe that's why we like it. Like sitting in your kitchen with you. you I know. know. I, I agree. Yeah. But um, the other thing I was going to say is, I think what's going to happen too, this is my prediction. So these women younger and younger and younger, younger, get, starting to get filler. I think they're just going to start to look ridiculously horrible in like the next 10 years. All that filler stuff. And I'm not against any of that. I do little things here and there for myself. But I know that the young ones filling up like that, I just think like over time, they're going to start to look odd. I think people are going to look super strange. Do, do we really know what long-term use looks like yet? I mean, no, I guess not. There yet? I mean, maybe, and again, I, I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm definitely not, this is not my area. Yeah, of no, I'm good with stuff. I just think we all have to be careful, I guess, basically. I mean, maybe it's not harmful, right? You know, maybe yeah. it's not physically harmful but you're right like it where you know it could be strange you know in the future it really could I feel like we're gonna look you know there's a look there's a look that somebody has when they've gone overboard and I feel like there's just there's this like population that has this like strange like like bubbly blown out odd look about them like aliens walking around yeah okay that's my tangent that's pretty good I didn't expect to go there today all right. So getting through the holidays is what we wanted to talk about. This is a hard one because so when I think about a few tips that I usually give people to get through the holidays, it's hard, you know, because there's part of me that just wants to absolutely force people to execute and adhere. I like there's a part of me that's just like, you won't do this. You know, and that that's, I know that's a little jaded. I don't mean to sound like that, but it's like, I want people to do it so badly because it's going to help them get through the holidays. And I also know how hard it is to do what we're going to suggest. Man, I, when I think about this, it's always interesting for me because I think, you know, I come from a place of my fitness journey really started with bodybuilding. So obviously that's a very strict lifestyle we have to adhere regardless of the time of year, the holidays, whatever, right? Like it's, it's a much more strict approach, but I'm with you, you know, like I understand the importance of adherence and what it can do for you, even over, you know, the holidays. And I, and I know what it's like to stack wins. I know that's really where the magic is, but over time I have definitely softened my approach and I'm not as, um, you know, fired up, like kind of like you just talked about, you know, like trying to get people to execute, trying to find a way to get them through the holidays. I try to help them navigate differently now. Um, but I will say this for me, Kendra, this conversation, the holiday conversation, it always starts with one thing. How do you want to be coached? Right. I ask them that because I need to know from them, like, what are your goals? Like, because this is where the rub for me as a coach comes in. It's when you tell me you want something, but then your actions don't line up with that, right? And so I want to know, like, hey, what are we doing during the holidays? What is, are you trying to make progress? Are you okay with, you know, trying to, um, 
navigate the holidays where maybe we're not going to make as much optimal progress as possible, but we're still going to do the best we can? Or are you just going to say, hey, look, you know, right now, I'm not really interested in adhering to anything. This is my time of year. I just want to know what I'm getting from people. Yeah, that's actually a really good point. I did an episode last week that I dropped called how to be coachable, which you and I've talked about that before, but I think this is a good point is if you kind of want to get through the holidays maintaining, I actually think that's a totally fine goal because a lot of people will put on five to 10 pounds this time of year. And then you're just, you're just in a hole for January. And if you look back, it's like, wasn't really worth it is three months of, of having to execute and work really hard were those days worth it? For some people, it totally is. Like for some people, like it's absolutely worth it. And for some people, it's not. And they reach January 1st in the same, you know, regrettable place year after year with a few more pounds and it gets a little bit harder. Metabolism is slower. Motivation is waning. So I think that's a great way to look at it is just be clear about what you want. And there's no wrong answer. It's your life. It's your decision. You want to just maintain. I think sometimes as a coach, though, it's nice to say that to people because it doesn't always occur to them. They're working with you. They think they have to hammer and that it can only be done one way. But the truth is, I think holidays are meant to be enjoyed, food and all. Sure. And I think, you know, when we talk about progress, I, I think sometimes people feel like you and I and other coaches are only focused on the scale or physique. And what I try to tell my people is that, you know, progress isn't just those things. Progress can be you figuring out a way to navigate the holidays. You've never done it before. Like, hey, you're going to be really, you're going to adhere to your plan and you're going to pick your moments. Like, you know, you got to have you two, you know, like I have a divorced family. My parents are divorced, right? So I'm going to have my two Thanksgiving dinners. So I already know that those two dinners, you know, I'm not going to be a total ass, but I'm going to do and eat what I want. And like, I know that like, if I can control and and adhere outside of those times, that might be progress for me versus in the past where I would have taken a whole week, you know, and just said to hell with it. I'm going to do whatever I want, eat whatever I want. So sometimes progress is just improving um, your discipline during that time, during that cycle. Yeah. Relative to you. Correct. Yeah. So I always like, we got Thanksgiving next week. I say, just eat Thanksgiving. Just, okay, like this doesn't have to be anything more than that day. But for a lot of people, things start to roll in, leftovers stay. So I say, enjoy that day, eat whatever you want that day. And I want to be clear here too, because we are specifically talking about people with a fat loss goal. So, cause I have a lot of people who listen, who don't really have that goal and they're, they're not connecting with this, this, you know, idea that, okay, one day, but then I have to kind of get back on track. But like, if you are in the middle or making progress in a fat loss goal, enjoy that day. You know, I, I had a woman tell me once, well, let me finish that thought. Enjoy that day. Get back on track the next day. Don't let it bleed into the weekend. I think that's where we start to go downhill. But I had a woman once tell me she used to go. The diet mentality was that she would go to Thanksgiving, do everything she could to like not eat that meal, just like 
oh, I'm going to be good. I'm just going to have the turkey and the vegetable kind of thing. And then she would go home and binge on cereal anyway. It's like, just eat the Thanksgiving meal, you know, instead of eating alone, like dry cereal in your pantry that night, you know, like enjoy the meal and move on, have a cocktail if you want and move on. And that's, that's it. And that should just be, that could just be a wonderful break to somebody who's on a fat loss journey. And you could, you could be proud of yourself. That could be a, a huge difference from what you did last year, you know, where it, you started on Wednesday and it went until Sunday. And then you woke up Monday, five pounds heavier, bloated and mad at yourself. Yeah. And I think that's also an important key, right? Kendra is like, if, if the person is, is willing to engage and talk to you and have these conversations and, you know, help you help them create a strategy, you know, also just like letting them know, like, Hey, listen, we already know that on Thanksgiving, you're going to enjoy yourself. You know, we talked about it. That's what we're going to do. We know the scale is going to be up the next day. So if you step on a scale and it is up, don't worry about it, right? Like we kind of know this is going to happen. Just get back on track and you'll be right back where you were in a week, you know? So that's yeah. part of the deal. Like a lot of times it always, and I'm going to throw some shade at women. Okay. Because as a man, all right, and don't, you're not going to lose anybody over this. They're probably going to laugh at me. Okay. As a man, I'm always like every time a female client's like, the scale went up, you know, I'm on my cycle. I can't believe it. I'm like, are you surprised? Like you've been doing this since you were 12. Like it's gone up every time, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, you knew this was coming. Why are we even talking about it? Like, yes, of course you're bloated. Of course the scale went up. It's just one of those things that's going to happen, you know? Yeah. And I, I recommend people, unless you can handle it, don't get on the scale to see how much damage you did. Cause there's nothing you can do to change it. So stay off the scale just get back on track, get on the scale the following week, you'll be all right. But the scale can trigger people to be like, oh, screw it and just keep going. Like I've already messed up anyway. I might as well just keep going. Don't do that. Stay off the scale. Yeah, I do that with, that's a great, a great way to get people through. Like when they go on vacation for a week, Yeah. when they come back, I'm like, hey, do not step on the scale. Just get back on track for a week before you step on the scale. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So we all agree. Uh, Thanksgiving is a time to eat and enjoy, get back on track. It'll be hard though. Once you start eating like that and you get a taste of the good stuff, it's tricky. So you got to know your limits, know what you can have around the house. Um, probably don't track that day. Get right back on track. If you're somebody who is kind of in process uh, in terms of building mm -hmm. new habits and trying to lose body fat. Um, the next one I have is navigating holiday parties because um, there's a lot of those that happen, cocktail parties, work parties, weekend parties. So my strategy for that, uh, I have two. Number one, if you're somebody who has, you're looking to kind of maintain your body fat, here, here's an example of somebody who's lost weight. And they're worried about getting through the holidays because they don't want to ruin their progress. That's a super common scenario. So number one, don't worry ever about anything. Um, number two, if you have four cocktail parties in a week, pick one that you get to enjoy. You can't do all four. Like you literally can't do all four and eat all of the things and all four and expect to feel good and feel like 
you are keeping it together, especially if you're early in the process of losing body fat and you've started to make some good habits. Four nights of cocktails at cocktail parties. It's just, it's not that it's the end of the world, okay? I'm not trying to say that. It's just, it will have an impact on you, your mood, your confidence. Just, you don't need to, uh, you don't need to partake at every cocktail party you go to. That's my opinion and my experience, but what do you think? No, I agree. You got to pick your spots. You know, you really do. And, you know, so in, in my past lifestyle, uh, where I was in the army for a long time, we, we had these cocktail parties like multiple times throughout the week for different commands and things like that. And you really do have to pick the one because I, this is the way I lived my life for a long time. Like what's the one that I'm really going to, you know, kind of indulge and have a drink. And then, and the other ones, quite frankly, Kendra, like I, my other strategies, you know, to cope through those other ones were simple, you know, like I was never afraid to, you know, drink some water, have a diet soda, you right, know, right. live off the veggie tray. It wasn't like I went there and kept my hands in my pockets, but, you know, I definitely acted different at some of those. Like I was much more disciplined and much more adherent than that one moment that I chose. That's true. So like, maybe it's, you're going to a couple of work things and, you know, they're not as important to you, but the one with your family and your friends, you want to let loose a little bit, enjoy. And part of that for you is having a couple cocktails, having some food and, you know, just, just get right back on it though. So I think it's the, all of them combine that, you know, I don't know, like, I don't, you hear people talk about it. Like, Oh, I was at, went to this and that, and this and that. And they're like, oh, I just feel so gross this week. But you don't have to do that. You know what I mean? Like, you, it doesn't have to be that way. That That is just based on choices. So pick one that you decide to partake. Yep. The other thing is, and I definitely recommend this and do this myself, because I can get, lose track. So for me, like, if I'm going to go and indulge, a win for me is still like taking a plate and putting the food that I want on a plate and seeing, just kind of seeing the volume as opposed to constantly going up and just picking one thing here and there. Like I will get myself a plate and sit down with the plate and enjoy that food. If I want to go get another one, I can, but just, just going over and constant, I'm thinking of that, the dessert bar that first form always has like the table. Delicious. Yeah. Last year at the banquet, I was out and I picked, I did, I did like three plates, but at least I could kind of have an idea of like, I was like, okay, that's a lot, but that's what I'm doing here tonight. You know, like that's what this is all about. It's all about the sweet table. Yeah. And, and look, this, this may not be a strategy that you would recommend to your folks. I don't know. These, that's, what's great about these calls though, because, you know, we are different coaches and yeah, um, for sure. But, you know, a lot of times on those parties where I know that, like, I'm trying to be a little more disciplined, I will eat before I go. So that yeah. I'm not, you know, and so, and again, like, it might even be something where I'm eating like a more voluminous salad or something. So that way, you know, I'm feeling fuller. So when I get there, I'm not picking so much. That's one of the things that I do for myself also. I actually like that one. I yeah. wonder, sometimes I think that sounds crazy, but it's also like, 
I don't know. It's a really good strategy. I, I will oftentimes just like throw down a quick protein shake just to take the edge off, just take the edge off. So I don't go into that thing, but like Thursday, right. I'm going to my brother's for Thanksgiving. I will show up so hungry to that because I am so excited. I like, am so excited, but my number one goal is that I don't ruin my dinner appetite anymore. I hate that. I do that every Thanksgiving. Well, last Thanksgiving, I was the first time you guys, I went to the table hungry. I hadn't like gorged myself with appetizers. But in your scenario though, of the cocktail party. Okay. Protein shake is never going to be a bad idea yeah. because let's face it. How many cocktail parties do you go to where like protein is a priority? Like it's not right. <laughs> it's all the carby fatty foods that are delicious. Right. So Having a protein shake before you go is never going to be a bad idea regardless. I know. I may, I mean, if you have a goal, like if you're, if you ha are somebody who has a goal, it seems kind of crazy, but like, I've even done that going out to dinner before. Cause I just, I know that it, I know that if I don't take the edge off, I'll probably also get the fries and I don't want the fries. And I'm not saying this because I think fries are bad. Okay. This is like this. You guys have to understand it's because if you have four opportunities and you're eating out and you're doing these things, you can't, they all can't be indulgent. That's how people get fat and stay fat is that every opportunity to indulge is taken they have to be special. They can't just be all the time. You just, you end up getting fat. That's why we're fat. We're not moving and we're overeating every opportunity being like, I want balance, but it's like, that's not balance either. Well, let's lay it out, right? Let's just say, for instance, we start doing, like, we're not doing our work cocktail parties on Thanksgiving, right? So let's just say for a whole week, week and a half, we're indulging. Okay. So it's going to start before Thanksgiving. We're going to have Thanksgiving. It's probably going to linger into that weekend. And then we're going to get back on track. Well, guess what? Two weeks later, Christmas party started. So now we start the Christmas party thing. We're doing the same thing. We indulge every one of those. That's not going to end until the end of January 1st, like until you get through New Year's. So you can't expect to be off course and totally indulging for three weeks right. and not have an impact. Right. It's not right. And then if you, if you go beyond that, Kenny, it, it starts to get to like, uh, you can use this season. Okay. As a training period, because we're about to go into like several multiple, uh, uh, social events and reasons why you could indulge and in opportunities, but that doesn't stop at this point. There's going to be something in January and February and March and April, and you're never going to be able to avoid these opportunities where, oh, I couldn't because I was traveling. Oh, I couldn't because I was, oh, I couldn't because of this. You're, it, if you're making excuses this holiday, and I, I'm not trying to sound like an asshole, you're probably going to make them all year for a lot of different things. Oh, I was at a football game. Oh, my son. People say the strangest things to me about why they couldn't. Oh, I was at my, uh, I don't I, I don't even want to come up with an idea because it will hit too close to home. But I was at something and I'm like, what does that even help me make the connection? Oh, uh, my son had traveling football this weekend. It's like, and so what? So what? 
like you that's like the perfect time to to bring a cooler and sit there with the foods that you like and need it's just i think if you're going to be making excuses this holiday you probably are doing that 24 7 365 and it's just something to look at that's all yeah i think it's a great point can i give a tip I was like, I can see your reaction smiling while I was talking. So yeah, your tip. Like, I think I, I love what you're saying. It's, it, it is true. You know, I mean, we hear it all the time. And, and again, this goes back to like, you know, honestly, like if you have a really specific goal and you want to adhere, like, you, you know, you got to stop talking yourself into things like, you know, having the cupcake on your kid's birthday. Like, I don't care if you do it, right? Like if, if, if you're, if you're saying that you don't want to have the cupcake and you kind of cave and you lose that battle with yourself, that's on you. But like, eventually you got to overcome that. If you have a specific goal, again, I'm with you. I really truly believe that if you think this is what I tell my people, if you think about Christmas, Thanksgiving, new year's birthdays, anniversaries, vacations, I promise you that if you took 30 days out of every 365 days and you just said, Hey, look, I'm going to live my life on these days. I'm going to, I'm not going to be a total asshole, but I'm going to enjoy the moments. Yes. Yeah. And if you just take 30 days a year and you're just that person, you enjoy yourself in the other 335 days a year, you work hard, you're on your plan. I promise you, you're going to make progress. Yeah. Promise. Okay. So that's a good way to put it. It's kind of like a winning record, right? You just need a winning streak, more, more days of, of adherence, more, uh, just that's, that's going to be really important. I have a, a new friend. She listens to the podcast across the street, a neighbor. I do believe the good Lord dropped her in my path. She has saved me down here during this time. She's amazing. And she listens and she's, she was, she's like, she's hilarious. She's like, I know you're not asking for feedback, but I'm going to give it to you anyway. She's like, I listened to your episode about the almonds and the apple. Come on. She's like, that's so like, that's nobody can live like that. And I'm like, okay, I want to address this. Half of the time Kenny and I are talking, it's for people who are in a current fat loss process. They have weight to lose to be able to get healthier. They are not, we don't put people in these crazy, huge caloric deficits so that they can not be starving so that they can adhere long-term. These are designed for like long-term lifestyle, but I, but every time now we say like, don't eat the cupcake at your kid's birthday. I'm like, oh my gosh, she's going to think we're psycho. But this is specifically for people who have a goal related to either their relationship with food and that I put it, want to put it in perspective that it doesn't take much to overeat. That's all. Like it doesn't. So this idea that you can't have the cupcake is like, okay, you can have the cupcake, but it just doesn't take much to go over. And you have to really plan and understand what you're doing. If you have a fat loss goal and you have a, a physique that you're trying to achieve. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree with that. You know, cause it, when I say it, it does sound very, I know we're not trying to be unrelatable or like it's, but it's just to understand how easy it is to overeat. If you're working with a good coach, who's not starving you, you know, this is strong life. Okay. Last night <laughs> I got in from the airport. Our plane landed 
just after midnight. Okay, mine and Sandy's. And by the time we got our baggage, we were on the road from the airport at like 12, 45 a.m., maybe one o'clock. So it was a late night. We were hungry. We were starving. And when I say starving, I wasn't really hungry, but I was a little bit hungry. Okay. So going home, nothing is open. So your boy had two White Castles last night. So like, I'm here to tell you, like, that's like total trash food. Like, but it's what I had. I'm right back on track this morning. Right. So it's not like I am not eating some of those things myself. I'm just kind of describing, like, I think what the way Kendra puts it is exactly right. If you're in a fat loss journey, there might be some things you have to overcome. Right. Right. Um, and it's just without paying attention, it's just really easy to overeat. So part of this whole holiday tip thing is just pay attention because the also weight gain is sort of, there's often a delay, right? Like you think you can get away with it. And then two weeks, three weeks, you're five, seven pounds, 10 pounds. I've had people gain as much as 12 pounds in the month. And it's going to take you three months to get that off. And, and it's just, it's, listen, it doesn't bother me. I just watch it. I wa watching people suffer through this is, it's hard to watch when you know, like, man, just like a few decisions could really help. Um, can, I, can I say this? Um, listen, if, if your time is limited, during the holidays, right? Because you have commitments to be places that you're not normally at, you know, you're cooking big meals for your family, whatever. Do yourself a favor. If you have limited time, still continue to do resistance training, workout, okay? Amen. I mean, if you have to choose between cardio, like if, if you're typically one of those people who tries to find time for both in a day, that's awesome. Um, but if you have the opportunity, go to the gym, go down to your basement, whatever it is, and do some resistance training, lift some weights, do some body weight exercises, something. And then if you can, get a walk after your dinner. If you can do that, you'll be setting yourself up for success. Okay, so that is the final tip to keep moving and keep resistance training. You wake up and do it. That will help with inflammation. It will help just keep things moving. Obviously there's a nice caloric burn there. And I don't know if that's like workout to earn your food. Isn't what we're saying here. It's just, if you're going to have a big food day, there's nothing like a good resistance training session after the next day, you know, pour, pour your, have the best, the best lift you've ever had. And then, oh my gosh, we do walks after Thanksgiving dinner always. That's like, that digestion is probably one of the best things you can do. So, and you'll be all right. You know, uh, you can't really mess much up in one day. It would be four days, uh, three days of, you know, <laughs> but you'll, you'll be all right. Just, and if you can maybe go into this holiday season, deciding what you want for yourself. I, I kind of think Kenny, we are just floating through life on social media, consuming um, instant gratification, you know, dopamine hits with all the images we see. I don't think this, we obviously all know this, but I don't know that people are thinking, like actually intentionally thinking about what they're doing, thinking about what they're eating, you know, go for a walk and think about what it is that you want for yourself. I, I do a lot of thinking, a lot of walking and thinking, no music, just 
you know, let it come to me today. What is, what is it that I'm, I need to learn today. And it, since I have started doing that more over the last few years, it's like, I'm like, I don't think a lot of people are out there doing this. We've always got a podcast in, we've always got like, but what do you think about things? I know that, you know, what Kenny and I think, and we're listening to self-help up the, you know, what, like, what do you think? What do you feel? What do you want for your life? How do you want to attack this holiday season? What is your future like? Um, and and go get it and line it up this holiday. Write it down. Make a plan. Line it up. I like it. Make a plan for sure. Yeah. And then you won't have to forever. Like you don't have to do that. This is so that you can learn and progress, not so that you have to keep doing the same shit over and over and over and over again. You know, this is like learn, progress and execute. Well, I think that's the point. You know, if you're not spending any time thinking and you're not spending any time trying to change, what's going to change? You know, if you don't put any intellectual, you know, thought into how you're going to become different and change your life and you're just going to keep repeating the same things over and over mindlessly for sure. Yep. Yep. I've done it. You know, there's obviously like a couple areas in my life I have to think about now that I'm like spending a lot of time really thinking and processing and, you know, so that I don't keep repeating the same like patterns and mistakes. And when you spend time thinking, like to me, it's very clear where I've gone, gone wrong in my life. Like it's, but if I just bulldozed through and I would never have the opportunity to grow. So and yeah. ask you one thing like interview style. Yeah. So, you know, we, I'm with you. I have those areas in my life too, where like, I'm just stagnant. Like I haven't grown for a while. I haven't taken any opportunity to do it. I don't want to start for whatever reason, but once you start getting introspective, right. Mm-hmm. And you start thinking about like, I do need to change this area of my life. Like what's, because this applies to someone in a fat loss journey too, or trying to start weight loss, nutrition, whatever. What's the one thing you do to like kickstart that? You know what I mean? Like, so for me, like when I truly want to make a change and I I, I come to that termination, I just get up and start doing something like something yeah. that will like, do you have something that you do? Is there like one thing? Um, I think like, in the area of health and fitness though, if I have a goal, which I always like to have a goal, a physical goal, I don't care. And, you know, you've been with me, we've been friends for a while now. It was bodybuilding strongman. I really liked this strength challenges. So I'm going to keep going with that. So for me, we have another strength challenge in April. So that determines my training. So I just wake up every day and I know exactly what I'm supposed to do to be able to get to that goal. There's no, there will be no wavering there will be it and i can execute that's easy for me though okay so like make no mistake i like it it's not hard the harder parts of my life are the more recent you know kind of like um epiphanies i guess or i'm more willing to look at relationship history and i'm more willing to do the work around that and i'm more willing to at this point the number one thing I do is learn from people who I believe know more than me that I respect and would want to emulate. And that that's how, like, so I am on a mission now to learn and absorb 
I realize I don't have the answers in this area. I realize I need probably need some guidance in this area. Um, and the more work I do, the more I realize I actually do have the answers. I know exactly what I've done. I know exactly why. And I know, and that helps me set some new boundaries and I'll, I'll build from there. And it will still just be like a daily plan of execution. Cause I can't do tomorrow. I can't do a week from now. And then I use my planners. I have, and I just wrote down this, I am thing yesterday to remind myself, like all the things that I am actually capable of that I'm doing and that I am like manifesting in my life. So to me, this is not just passive living where I'm like, well, that was hard. Oh, screw it. I guess I'll just like, no, there's, there is a problem that needs to be addressed. And it's only going to come from me being willing to do the painful, hard, sloppy work of digging into like, why this is a problem for me. And I think a lot of people with food need to do the same shit. You jump into a new app and you think a new coach is going to save you or a new, if I Google the right macros, if you're still battling with your fat loss and weight and you are my age, you have a problem that needs to be dealt with. Like you have to do the hard work. And it's going to be uncomfortable. Everything I'm doing right now in this area of my life is super uncomfortable and it's not intuitive, but clearly I need like support in this area. So I surrender. <laughs> I like it, man. I like it. Yeah. And I will go find that help. And you, you, you know, I have a woman battling me right now. Who's I've said this in the last podcast. She's maybe 60 pounds overweight, has been for most of her adult life and, you know, is battling me on like some really basic stuff. And it's like, just let go, let yourself be helped, you know, put the ego aside. So that's what I'm, that's what I'm having to do right now. It's really uncomfortable. Well, I think, no, I just think it's, it's good to say because, you know, thank I you think for asking, times- by the way, I appreciate that. Well, yeah. I mean, I think a lot of times people think everything is easy for us. You know, we ask them to do hard things and they're like, well, Kendra, she's got her shit together. Look at her. She looks amazing. I think sometimes people forget like all of that is no, we're more than just physiques. You know, we're oh, more gosh. Than, good Lord. A lot of yeah. stuff in our lives we want to improve in as well. And we're making steps, steps there as well. Yeah. Yeah. We're all, we're all in this together. So, um, and some people are really good at things that I am not good at. And I admire them for that. Like yeah. a perfect example of that, Kendra, is like, so with, and I go running over here, I'm sorry, but you know, it's funny because people come to us because we're experts in this area. I have people that are my clients that I work, I, I hire them because they're experts in their area. Yeah. Same. It's not about it. I mean, we all have different things we're great at, right? Yeah. And surrendering in some areas is perfectly fine in your life. Subordinating yourself to other experts is perfectly fine. Yeah. Yeah, it's important. You know, I don't, I think if you've hit this point with us and you, you are still not executing on the food issue when you have a plan, you may want to go look at what your relationship with food is all about. Like that's a, that's a perfectly good reason to go talk to somebody. 
it's not about the food always. It's about your relationship with the food, how you use food in your life. Like, why is this, you know, where is the boundary and start to create some of those things, you know? So I'm going to do an episode on mindful eating that I think will help some people who are just kind of mindlessly going through, uh, you know, their life and not really paying attention to what they're, what they're doing and it's, it's affecting them. So I think that will be really helpful, but yeah, we're not, we're not perfect in this one area though, man, I got it nailed. Yeah, we got, we got this one. So thank you guys so much for listening. Do you have anything you want to add? I think we got some good tips for the holidays. Watch the alcohol intake people. Holy shit. Well, that's gonna throw you for a loop. I mean, you know the deal. You start drinking a couple of drinks. Next thing you know, you let down your <laughs> You're eating more. Yeah. Next thing you know, Domino's is on the way. <laughs> okay, thin crust or regular crust? <laughs> Any crust. <laughs> I'll take like I used to eat. Jack wouldn't eat his crust, and I would eat all of his crust. Oh, same. It's disgusting. He he even had his little like slimy. It was kind of like wet from. I didn't care. It's your kid. Oh man. No, uh, probably thick crust. Yeah. Thin crust is like, what is that even? Yeah. I'm a, I'm a habitual crust eater. I'm the same guy. Yeah. It's, it's just straight carbs. <laughs> straight carbs. <laughs> Get in my belly. Pizza crust. All right, All right guys. Well, until next time, thank you, coach Kenny for being here. It's always Beautiful. a pleasure. Good luck. You guys Thanks. can do it. We, we know it. We believe in you. <laughs> See ya. Bye.